Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I am coming to you guys today from my new home, from Social Studies' new home on the Dear Media Network. I am so excited to be here, you guys. If you've been listening from the beginning or if you've been listening to the episodes, thank you so much for sticking with it and being part of my little community here. Thank you to all of you who have shared it, rated it, reviewed it, written to me. I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. If you're just joining, welcome. I am starting a launch at Dear Media by releasing, re-releasing three of my favorite episodes, ones that I feel best describe what social studies is. So if you've been a listener, you might have heard these episodes before, but do me a favor, just listen again. Listen again, because these are my favorites. And maybe they're yours too. I have a feeling they are because of what you guys have written to me, the ones you write to me the most on. I also just want to say, I am so honored to be part of Dear Media. It was where I wanted this podcast to be. And when I found out it was going to be part of the Dear Media Network, I the only way to describe it is I felt like Tess McGill at the end of Working Girl when she gets her own office, but she thinks she's actually the secretary, but it's her office. And she's like, wait, what? Now that we got that out of the way, let's do it. You guys, this is so random, but I have been thinking a lot about pinatas recently. That's right. Pinatas. Those things at parties that you hit with a stick. I just can't stop thinking about them. Maybe it's because I haven't been to a party in a year. But let's be honest, even if I went to a party, there wouldn't be a pinata there. Like when's the last time you went to a pinata, like a party that had a pinata? But in my mind, I just keep thinking, God, I want to go to a party that has a pinata. First of all, it's a great COVID activity because it's outdoors. I mean, I guess you'd have to just keep re-sterilizing the, the broomstick or whatever, the baseball bat. But I just, the more I think about it, it's so fun. And I'm actually sad that I don't spend more time on the pinata circuit. I've been doing a lot of physical therapy on my shoulder. And I think, I think I would like to make my athletic comeback on the pinata circuit. That's all I'm saying. Like, first of all, there's so many elements of it I like. I'm very competitive. I have thought it through night after night of how I can smash the shit out of the pinata and win. I have a strategy. That's number one. Number two, I love the element of surprise. So I, I'm excited by what could possibly fall out of the pinata. I don't want bad candy like lame sucking candies or double bubble, stale double bubble, lollipops. I want something good. Surprise me. Put gold chains in my pinata. You know what I'm saying? Or at least one. And then we can all battle to the death for it when it hits the ground. That's all. I'm just saying people should bring back pinatas and not just for kids' birthdays because that's whatever. Let's be honest. We don't get to enjoy them. We have to let the kids win. Throw a party have a massive pinata filled with a lot of stuff, including one or two gold chains and invite me to it. 
I'm kind of obsessed with humans, human behavior, and the things we do all day, every day that we're not even paying attention to. In fact, I find it kind of hilarious. So much so, I even made a show about it, and it's called Social Studies. I'm your host, Jenna Kingsley. Let's get started with today's episode. This is very exciting. I have Jenny back against her will again, but she's doing this for me. And you guys loved hearing from her. So welcome back to the show, Jenny. Thanks for having me. Do you feel like you're like a pro now because you've done it before? Do you feel like... Yeah, no. Well, remember the last time I was the first... It was I had never heard a podcast. Yeah. And now now you know that you're like a breakout podcast sensation. Yeah. But now like I... I've listened to yours and I've heard all your guests and everything. And so like now I hear people have good podcast voices and that I hear what they say. So I just hope that like, I'm not Have you been practicing your voice? More. I mean, kind, no. We <laughs> have a lot of important topics about nothing to discuss today. And the first one I want to discuss is juice fasts. Because I just did my first one. And how was it? Which, why did you do it? What, which one did you do? Um, I was in a group text and this friend of mine that I know, but she's a very moderate person. She's like, oh, I'm doing a juice fast and I'm really loving it. So I was like, oh, so I was like, great. Where do I get it? I happened to be across the street from my house. Of course, me, I had to do 8 million research. Like it turned into a research project. So I was like, how come you're doing this one versus that one? And she was like, because this one's like an easy one to do. Jenna? It was the hardest thing I ever did in my life. And you did a one day juice fast. I did a one day. And you know, I have like obsessive compulsive. I, I couldn't have gone one more day. See, I can't do, first of all, I don't believe in a juice fast. I'm not saying, I, first of all, I'm not a doctor. I want to put it out there. I'm not a doctor. I know nothing about health, nutrition. I know nothing. I'm not an expert, but I'm going to weigh in like I am one. I don't understand the juice fast because you do it in one day and then it's like over and then you go back to eating trash. That's number one. You're not supposed to. Oh, you're supposed to just become healthy after that. So like, okay. So first of all, a one day juice fast is not really, I didn't like as much of a struggle as it was for me, I didn't even really do a fast. What it's supposed to do is like then make you more conscious of like chemicals and stuff that you're putting in your body. And you know, I eat a lot of chemicals. Right. What I will say is I can't be on any sort of fast because the second I hear the word fast, I become starving to a point where like, I just have to hear the word. And then I feel like my organs are atrophying because I start thinking about all the food I won't be eating. And then I get so hungry. It's like Yum Kipper. Just knowing it's Yum Kipper, like on a normal day, if I forgot to eat lunch, it would be like, okay, like I'll just wait till dinner. Yum Kipper, even the day before, I have to have like 45 meals because I start thinking about, by the way, I usually don't even fast, but I think about other people fasting and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. Like the second it enters my head, I get starvation anxiety. I don't eat like that much in the morning. Yeah. And um, before 12 o'clock, I had already drank like two of my juices, which is a six juice fast. Yeah. Maybe three. Like like by by one o'clock, which I wouldn't even have really had my first meal yet. I... Which I know, I don't, I don't need to have a breakfast lecture. Like, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to okay. give a breakfast Oh, thank lecture. you. Okay. I'm not a nutritionist. Okay. I have no say on the matter. When I did the fast, it was like I was starving. I woke up starving knowing that I was heading into a fast. Right. 
That's the problem. That's the problem. And then they give you this almond milk milkshake thing, which yeah. was really good. My friend was like, save that. Save that for when you're really hungry. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know who she was fooling, but I was starving. Is it a 24-hour fast or like a 12-hour fast? No, a 24. I See, I just hearing that, I'm not hungry. Way, I though, just ate she and did I now want to eat. She did three days. No problem. Three days of just juice. Yeah. Never. I couldn't do it. I need something to clog my in. I need something to get stuck in my esophagus for me to feel full. I'm like one was like a, <laughs> and, and when we say juice, it's not like juice like you think. It's no, it's not like, like a watery. Juice. You know, it's like a celery. No, it, it's like lime. a celery kale, ginger, yeah, like <laughs> turmeric. <laughs> I mean, so you did it. I did it. Do yeah. you feel like you're cleansed? Do you feel like a better person? Well, no. Did you I'll see tell you God? What, I, what I'd like to do. Yeah. In a perfect world. Yeah. Except my family won't let me do it and live with them because I was really angry also all day. Yeah. I'd be angry. You know, yeah. A, a beast. Yeah. I um, would like to do it every Sunday. Oh, seems crazy. As like a reset for the week. A reset of what? Like, what are you resetting? I don't need a reset. By the way, I don't know why I feel this way. I just have obsessive compulsive. So like when I start thinking about something, then I'm like, oh, I have to do it. That was why like, I didn't like the fact. I'm surprised. Can I be honest? Because you're so obsessive compulsive. I was surprised that you only were on the fast for 24 hours and went off. I thought I'd be speaking to you and you'd be on the fast for for like 27 days. Remember when you got in the yoga challenge? I won. So Jenny, just so you know, Jenny decided to take a hot yoga class one time in her life and then joined, joined a challenge. (laughs) The first first day she signed up for a challenge and she never left. It was like a yoga marathon for 30 days. I don't think you left the studio. I, I, some days I did two a day. Didn't you do the same thing with spin? I did. Yeah. You did the same that you got into spin. She also got into a spin challenge. Yeah. I love a 30 and 30. So, and we should also let them know I'm the exact opposite. Every time Jenny has taken any class with me, I drop out after what, 12 minutes? Which gives me anxiety. You like, like I could If I don't like a class, I will leave it. Right. I couldn't inside of me quit the fast, even though I was like, I don't like this fast. I, I don't want to be on this fast. I couldn't quit it. I'm a quitter. So like when I was complaining, Peter was like, well, just, Stop it. You're being nasty. And like, nobody cares. Like, stop. And I was like, I can't stop. I get I, it. I have a problem. I mean, I have, I ha- I suffer from obsessive compulsive. I know. I'm so jealous. No, it's the worst feeling. I know. We've talked, we talk about this. I'm so Remember jealous. Remember when I was a runner? Yeah. She also, by the way, so I and used I to run be, the loop like three times You guys, I used day. to be like a major runner. Okay. I would run races. I was a major runner. But I had to like really you know, it was a daily train to get to those levels. Jenny decided to take up running and she went to the park one day and she was telling me about her running route. And I was like, she ran the loop like three times. She basically <laughs> went to the park and ran a marathon. And I was like, what do you, that can't be. That would have been like almost 18 miles. She's like, no, Jenna, I didn't stop. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, you don't even get tired. It's weird. No, because it's my, everything's mind over matter. Yeah, I don't have any mind over, that's, that's what it is. You have such good mind over matter. My matter is over my mind. I have no <laughs> mind control whatsoever. None, zero, zero will. I wish I had some. No, you don't because it makes you inflexible. But I want to be more. What's so cool about you is that like, you're just like, like. I'm like Gumby. I'm maybe too flexible. I feel jealous of OCD. I say all the time, I only want to date people that have OCD because I need someone to compliment me. 
Except like you say that, but then when I come to your house, this has always been a really confusing thing to me. Yeah, tell us. You have no piles of papers anywhere. I hate clutter. But so do I, but that would go with my, everything needs to be Windexable, like the whole, my whole vibe about how I am. You, I would think you'd have hoarding piles everywhere. I, here's the thing. And you don't. I don't because I have, what it is, is people are surprised because I'm so unorganized. They would think I had piles. I hate piles. I, I, what I have is piles in my brain. Like my brain (laughs) is, if you cut my brain open and looked inside, there's like hoarding piles in my brain that are toppling over. But I, you certainly are not going to see them on a corner, on a desk. I'm actually stressed out because I have a physical therapist that comes here and he leaves things here to work on my shoulder. And I I see them in the corner and I feel like I, I can't wait for a physical therapy to be over. So it's it's gone. Like, can you go to sleep with like, if there's something in the garbage, you could just leave it there for the morning? A hundred percent it's in the garbage. No, I can't. It has to be an I empty garbage I can't leave it out pail. on the counter. No, no, no. In the garbage pail with a garbage bag. It has to, it can't be in the, it can't be home. It has no, to be I don't care. It's in the garbage. But I don't want to wake up. It's not going to come haunt you in your bed. It has a smell. I don't want I don't want to wake up. The last thing I do is I have to take garbage out. It's like I'm a garbage man. So I got very into TikTok. And I you would think I work for the company because of the way that I force people to get involved in TikTok. I take such a definitive stance. And here's why. Because I feel like people have the wrong idea of what TikTok is if they're not on it. They think it's dances. So I had told Jenny to get involved. And she said that when she goes on, it's just hot guys without shirts dancing. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I've never seen a guy without a shirt on TikTok. I've never seen it. I don't even see the dances anymore because as we've addressed in the past, it goes by an algorithm and you said it. I told Jenny that she had to get involved in TikTok. I didn't mean go run away with the circus and I want to lose a friend forever, which is exactly what happened. I love TikTok so much. I love TikTok as much as I love you. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, and this is coming from someone as you know, doesn't love anything. anything. I love TikTok so much, except my TikTok is not like anybody else. Right. So we're going to talk about what your TikTok is. It's a special TikTok. Because it's it's the darkest thing I've ever heard of. So here's what I do on TikTok. I go deep. Yeah. Deep that you won't go. Well, first of all, I have like a lot of people that I'm following. I'm very deep in their life. I've gone through their whole journey. Every time I find someone I like, I go all the way back to the beginning of their TikTok story. And I'll watch... 42, part 42 <laughs> of the story. I can always only get to part two. I have terrible ADD. No, I, I have to know everything. And then- And then you Google them. I, yeah, it gets deep. And then here's what happens. Oh God. Late at night, as I get into bed, I've now, everyone's sleeping and I get into my bed and they, I, I watch very, very- Tell us how dark it is. Dark you come people. clean. Tell okay. us what you're watching. Because by the way, okay. everyone on TikTok is watching like- people lip syncing funny things, people doing like weird tricks, weird hacks. But Jenny, no. Jenny has found a corner of TikTok that could be illegal. We don't even know. It all started with um, (laughs) (laughs) ex-prisoners. So This is so on brand. That's where it started. It started with with ex-prisoners. Yeah. So I was deep in that. Mm -hmm. Then I've moved from that 
to child loss, which is a, I don't know. Child loss? Who wants to spend their time watching TikToks about child loss? I don't know. Like the, it's so raw. So I went to that. Then I went to, I was deep in um, suicide. It's suicide. Like, like. You guys, by the way, you know what TikTok is. Just, just so we're clear. This is where people make like. So, Funny videos. Wait, it gets worse. It gets worse. Okay. So then I went to, um, I've left those two. Oh, I haven't left the suicide yet. Oh, that's not true. Okay. So I've left prison TikTok mm-hmm. because I, I just, I really mastered it. I know, I know everything about like wardens and like prison protocol and the, your first day in prison and your first day out of prison and transfers and transfers. Do you know there are like separate sections at the airport where they bring buses of, of prisoners and they go, you don't even, you don't see them. It's at, but it's at like Kennedy airport. And it happens late at night, yeah. like in the middle of the night. They're all shackled. They put them all on an airplane. And who's making these TikToks? Are they allowed to have phones in prison? No, no, no. They're, they're, they're out. Oh, they're out. They're okay. out. Yeah. Usually, oh, so they're just telling the story on and you're following what they're telling you. Correct. Okay. Okay. So anyway, we got off track because I'm, I'm, I'm not into prison TikTok anymore. Oh, you're okay. Prison TikTok's beneath you now. So then I went into AIDS. AIDS? People with AIDS. Well, at least that's uplifting compared to the other things you've been watching. (laughs) So anyway, so now I, so here's where it gets really crazy. I think it's already gotten crazy. No, 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 it hasn't. I don't know one person that follows this. Jenna, you don't. Children lost suicide in prison on TikTok. You don't know that. Okay. So now, oh, oh, I also have like a lot of like cancer. Oh my God. Cancer. Okay. But my favorite is hair, recovering heroin addicts. On Suboxone. Sorry, I'm sorry. Suboxone, trying to come off Suboxone and Methadone. I know everything about Suboxone. Wait, I just want to say, um, to all the parents out there whose 11-year-olds are just on TikTok 24-7, I just want you to hear what Jenny is watching on TikTok. Okay, go on. So I am watching their journey. Yeah. And I'm rooting for them. Yeah. Like they get in so deep with, with the heroin and then they get out and it's like, I'm so happy for them to see where their life is going. And so I'm following them. I just want to say for the listeners, Jenny... I have not spoken to Jenny in months because like two months ago, I was like, you have to try TikTok. Like you could get off like the hot guys dancing. And I was like, let's try to change your algorithm. Two months later, I have lost one of my best friends. I haven't spoken to her. I call her. She's like, I can't talk to you. Uh, the meth addict's going live. <laughs> she hangs up on me. She'll, I'll be talking to her for like five minutes. And she's like, I have not spent any time on TikTok. So I have to hang up with you. I lost a friend so here's here's the part that I, I have to confess oh, to you oh, that you don't confession. know. I love a confession. Okay. So they go live late at night. Yeah. Because they're alone and they're struggling. Yeah. You know, these are these are very these are people who are who are struggling in life. Yes. So they go live at night. Yeah. And they're feeling very alone. Oh God. <laughs> I can't imagine and where this is so going. I start chiming in. I am actually active. Oh, you're a life coach alive. now. Yeah. So I start. Oh my them. God, this is the greatest thing. what I thing. do is, here's, here's Did where- Did you give her like a private contact? No, I don't give a is private contact. Closet? But what I do is, you, if they feel <laughs> you're attacking them- I can't them, believe this is the first time I've heard about if this. They, if they feel you're attacking them, they either block you or shut down. And I want more because I'm looking for, yeah. I want to go as deep I as- know. I know, you want to visit their family possibly. I want everything. So I start out with being like, I'm so proud of you. You're doing so great. I, I butter them up. 
Yeah. And then I deep dive with questions. And they answer. And they answer me. So like what question, what's your most proud question that you, and do they know you? Do they know you now? Are they like at? Yeah, yeah. They shout out to me. They're like, oh, hi, Jenny. (laughs) (laughs) And I always say, I always say, so happy to see you on here. How often are you on the live? Whenever they go, I I get alerts. Is that why you're hanging up on me all the time? You get an alert. The truth is coming out. They're going live and I have to go. Anyway, long story short, I, I, I do this with a lot of different and people you don't, now. See, if I heard these stories, you know me, I can't handle it. I'd cry. I'd like get upset. I can't hear anything bad about sickness, kids getting sick, drug, people dying. Yeah, I just, I, I, I need more. You're sick in the head. I know. talk about um, shopping off Instagram. I'm really conflicted about it. You find a lot of items. You're like, I need this. I need this. I, I need this. I, I don't even feel I need it. I, I just want to see it. I do you feel. feel you need it. So I'm confused. That Well, the weird thing is my sister got me like a, a massager, like a shoulder massager that you put around your neck and it feels like hands. Oh, George got that during <gasps> quarantine. She got it and she got it for me and I'm so obsessed with it. And now I've like literally, I've forced like 50 people to buy it. And I'm kind of tempted. Actually, yes, I'm going to do it. Really quickly, guys, on the official social studies Instagram or my Instagram, in the links, I'll put a link to Amazon of all the items that I discuss on this podcast that I think you need to own. And this this shoulder massager is it's like a non-starter. Everyone must buy it. Anyway, go on. We have it. George has it. It feels like it. someone's rubbing your shoulder. Yeah, he used it during quarantine. He was gaming so much that he was getting sore shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> he would put it during the gaming to to relax him. So like that kind of thing, yes. I see that. I'm like, I want it. Like I now, he, by the way, he probably saw that from an Instagram uh, ad. An Instagram ad. Let's talk about Instagram ads for one second. Sure. I think that it's, we've discussed this. It's mm-hmm. gotten to a level that's so creepy the Instagram ads, because it used to be you'd Google it and it would come up in your feed. Correct. It does no longer. Now you can literally, I was at my friend's house. I told her I signed up for a BarkBox and she's like, oh, so did I. So she's like, this is a BarkBox toy. So the dog starts, the dog start playing with a BarkBox toy. Mm-hmm. Two seconds later, I open my phone in my Instagram feed is the toy the dogs were playing with. We didn't say the name of the toy. We didn't take a picture of the toy. And it was in our feed. But it, it, it's crazy. You and I could talk, like today, every single topic we've hit is going to be I'm in gonna, our is going to be in my feed. I actually hope that's not true because we talked about your disturbing TikTok. No, but seriously. I'm actually to the point where I'm scared to open my closet because I'm scared if I'm like thinking about a dress, it will just appear in my closet. Like it won't even be on my Instagram feed. It'll just be in my house. How are they doing it? Is the phone <laughs> recording us? Uh, I don't know. Yes. Yes. They're listening to us. It's Big Brother. I feel it's so weird, but I kind of like it. Like, here's the thing. Everyone's like, oh, don't get... Someone told me not to get Waze because the government's spying on you. I was like, I'm really not going anywhere that interesting. Right. Like, if they're watching where I'm driving, they're not... They're going to be very bored. Do you it's have like, Life360? I have Life360. Of course. Um, what? But I don't feel 
like the government. Like people are like, oh, the government's going to have your information. Yeah, I don't care because I'm, I'm like, not doing anything. I'm so boring. I'm so boring. Like I hope they find something. I mean, I don't. If they're you're listening, government, like this is, a tic- this is a TikTok ad. <laughs> <laughs> but like, people are so consumed with that. So like, I'm not like, oh, they have my information. No, because I'm not hiding from what the government. What are they going to do with my information? Nothing. By the way, let them clone me. The world should be so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, really. So like, I kind of am... When the ads come up, it's like scary. So I like it. You just want excitement. You're an adrenaline junkie. I am an adrenaline junkie. So I, I, but I don't, I stopped buying things from Instagram and I'll tell you why. Because you can't return them. You can't return them. I have fallen into that trap. I bought in some bathing suits. You can never send it back. But you can never send anything back. I never address that. Yeah, let's talk about it. It's so weird. I can't send things back. I'm the only shopper in 2021 who still buys things that you can't return. It's, I don't know how it's the case. I don't even know how it's possible. It's happened for how many years? It's, by the way, even when the policy is that you can return it somehow, yeah. it doesn't apply to you. I, I don't know. So like if you're internet shopping, that's a very scary thing. It happens that's all a the time. Okay, like remember the store in Long Island? So you guys, there's a super high-end, super reputable store in Long Island. I was getting stalked on Instagram by one of their personal shoppers. I don't know what a personal shopper is or what they do, but he was sending me pictures of clothing nonstop. So finally I fell for it because he sent me something and I got it to wear to an event. And when it arrived, it didn't fit properly. That's when I found out not only could you not return it for a refund and had to get a store credit, but they had no website to shop from. They had no online shopping. You can't online shop from it? You can't online shop. So I couldn't even online shop my credit. So I had to drive there somewhere in Long Island. And then I ended up spending more than my credit on a pair of shoes, which I then hated and I never wore. I hate bought those shoes. And now I hate own those shoes. And now you probably hate wear those shoes. I hate wear those shoes. (laughs) Because guys, you should also know that if I own something that I hate, that I buy. She has to wear it. I have to wear, I have to hate wear it. She has to wear it. It's so many times that it like, it it gets worn more times than the things she loves. Because she wants to wear it out. So it's like done. She wants to kill it. Yeah. If I, this is true. This is actually a really, if I don't know how many of you, if you've ever hate worn something, if I buy something that I couldn't return or ended up not, I hate it, rather than leave it in my closet or get rid of it, like a self-respecting human being, I decide to hate wear it. And I wear it so much <laughs> to, to the point, because I think I try to, I don't know if I try to like it. You want, I, no, it's like you want to wear it out. I want to wear it out. I'm like, so oh, that, I'm going to wear you so hard, motherfucker. You're not going to know it hit you. That's what happened. Well, so then you can throw it away and you got use out of it and it's done. Yeah. So you just wear it every day. Yes. I actually wore, mem- remember those There's mother jeans. jeans I bought? Yeah. I bought a pair of jeans that Jenny made me buy. I like them. I really like them. She sent me to buy them. I hated them. I bought them. I wear them. Because also the other well, thing you, I do, you, I'm impulsive. So I also you take like, the tags wear off and wear it out of the store. Why do I have to do that? I don't know. That's what I do. That's a big part of my problem. But anyway, I bought these mother jeans. I hated them. They were so unattractive. And then I had to own them. So guess what? I ended up wearing the jeans every day to the point where they eventually ripped. I wore them so much. And I hated them every step of the way. I've never worn something And you more. announced that you had them on. I have to tell people that I'm hate wearing the clothes. 
By the way, that is like a weird Larry David thing. Like that I feel that I have to, it's like a war I'm having. Like I'm having a inter, sweat, intermixed sweater war right now with that sweater I bought with you. That black sweater with the dots. I think it's really pretty. I now hate it. I don't like it. And so what do I do? I wear it even to get the mail. <laughs> literally, I wear it to get the mail. I get it to wear it to go to the supermarket. It was supposed to be a special date sweater. It was supposed to be a date sweater. And now it's a hate sweater. I'm going to wear it until there's holes in it. All right. <laughs> Do you think anyone's going to relate to you on that? Do you think you're going to have people who are like, oh my God, totally. Actually, I do. Or do you think they're going to be like, what is she talking about? I actually think a lot of, you think that this is not unique to you. You think this is, this is a universal. I think this is, some people will be able to relate. Do you think there's someone that ever like bought golf clubs thinking I'm going to play golf and then they played golf and they're like, I don't like golf. But then they became like, they took up golfing because they were like, I bought these fucking clubs and I'm going to win the golf tournament for my club now. No. You think I'm the only person. The only person who then would have to like go on tour. Which is so, (laughs) which is so, I had to join the U.S. What is it? It's the only way you could commit. Is is if if you bought the clubs? If I well, the but if you're like, I think if you're gonna if you're like, I'm gonna borrow the clubs and I'm gonna go on tour, you would yeah, never make it on tour. I said earlier, and it's true, I'm a quitter. Yeah, you are. I'm a huge quitter, but I'm also oddly competitive. Like I'm like a. <sighs> you're complicated. I'm too. complicated. We're just I'm such complicated girls. We're so complicated. Jenny, thank you so much for coming back and sharing you're crazy with us. Not that you're crazy. I'm obviously no, I'm crazy, crazy too. By the way, I can't, why, why are you trying to make me so vanilla? I am crazy. Okay, you're crazy. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to like, I'm so scared. I don't want to upset. No, but I'm so boring that I need you to call me crazy. You're actually not boring. You're actually crazy, which is why I love you. So if we're now speaking honestly, you're crazy. But I'm crazy and I like crazy people, which is why my friends make the best episodes. Yeah. I, I mean, crazy definitely wins. Just go on TikTok. 100%. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Social Studies with Jenna Kingsley. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stalk me, you can do that on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley. You can visit my website, jennakingsley.com. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Jenna Kingsley. If you have a topic you think we should cover, you can slide into the DMs or send me an email. Have a great week and I will speak to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.